Coming up, it is all about the play-in series. It starts tonight. The absence of Will McDowell-White. How big of a factor is that going to be for New Zealand? What Sydney team are we going to get? Is the Tasmania Jack Jumpers home court one of the best advantages in the league? Are the Hawks playing with house money? All that and a whole lot more on a very special play-in edition of NBL It is Wednesday the 28th of Feb. Of course, on any Wednesday, we would be excited because Derek Ruck is in the house, a man who averaged 26 and 4 across his playoff career. But Ruck, good morning to you. There's just an air of excitement around because we are at the business end of the season. Well, Jack, you and I probably don't get enthusiastic about Christmas like we used to, but I couldn't sleep last night like I was a 12-year-old boy waiting for Santa to come. And, you know, it's a mixture of excitement tension, uncertainty, nerves, everything. And I'm sure the players are feeling all those emotions right now as we get into this play-in round. What's this morning like, just before we dive into both games, as a player? So take us back if we can, and you've got plenty of experience at this time of year, when you wake up on the morning of game day. Well, it's different for each team, the home team and the road team. The road team, you're trying to find your rhythm and get into a routine as quickly as possible, not only as a player, but as a team. You want to make sure that everybody is just vibing properly, eating properly. The really difficult difficult thing about playing on the road, I always found was when do we do shoot around and how does shoot around line up with your meals and all the other things you want to get ready for on game day. Now, the home team has a lot easier, and this is why it's called home court advantage, because you wake up in your own bed, You do all the normal things that you've done throughout the regular season. You know exactly when you're shooting around. It is a set routine that's been going on throughout the season. That's why the home team always has the advantage in these scenarios. But I always found that it's a little bit of it's a little bit of luck involved. Sometimes your body can wake up feeling fantastic, especially as you become an older player in your 30s. Other times it doesn't feel so great. And you've got to quickly find a way to get to an equilibrium into a performance state. Why don't we start with the game that you and I are doing tonight at Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney. I was literally next door two days ago at the Taylor Swift concert and it was rocking and I get the feeling that Kudos Bank Arena is going to be rocking tonight as well. For the breakers, if Will McDowell-White doesn't suit up with the shoulder injury and is not playing tonight, already a team missing Anthony Lamb, but how big of a factor... Will his absence be for the Breakers? It's major. Will McDowell-White was performing really well. It looked like he had gotten all over the lower leg injury that he sustained earlier in the season. And I just believe he is such an X factor in any game he plays in that he always gives New Zealand a chance, even when they're under man without Anthony Lamb. So now the burden shifts over to PJC over to Zylan Cheatham, who really needs to lift his offensive productivity in this game. And also Isaiah Liafa, who has not been shooting the ball well, but consistently gets good looks. And I can guarantee you tonight against that Sydney Kings defense, he will have looks and he'll have opportunities to impact the game from the perimeter. For Sydney, cruel news on the eve of this playing game as well. McQuatch Malawatch, who has played some really nice minutes, particularly in the last five or six weeks, off the bench, won't play tonight with a hamstring injury. It, it, it's not the biggest loss for the Kings, but it is a shame for McQuatch, who I've no doubt, Ruck, would have got some court time tonight. 
Yeah, well, I felt that his contributions throughout the season have been really significant. He's played well in any patches of play he's been given. He's got an outstanding true shooting percentage. I believe it's up in the 70s. And given the makeup of New Zealand's team, I thought this was a game where Malawash could come in and really have an impact, pushing the tempo, spotting up for his shots, creating havoc on the defensive end. In his absence, though, I don't think Sydney are going to miss much because they have so much depth, Jack. I think the more important thing for them is how they come out with the right mindset and are they ready to play defense? Are they ready to create a high-energy, fast-paced game and really look like they want to win? They have to have a winning perspective and a winning focus. And that's the thing. Talking to a lot of people ahead of tonight's game, and the, it's been the general theme is what Sydney team are we going to get? Now, you've been talking about this all season long on moments that matter, that they're unpredictable. So I might be asking you a question you can't answer here, but do, do we know what Sydney team we're going to get tonight? An early barometer, Jack, is I want to look at that starting lineup. And I'm also going to sniff around and see if there's any intent pregame to play Angus Glover. Please. This guy is someone who basically won them a championship just 11 months ago. And we saw him get the DMP in the 55-point victory over the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix just a couple of weeks ago. But this is probably the biggest point of this Kings postseason. Do they intend to use him? And Jack, if they don't intend to use him, I need to know why. I got to get my detective cap on. I got to go Sherlock Holmes, and I got to get to the bottom of why Angus Glover is all of a sudden not in the mix. Maybe he was hurt in that final game of the season, and they wanted to keep it under wraps. But we have some work to do before the game to see what's going on. I would love to see him back in the starting lineup and just out there going full tilt at the beginning of the game. And as we just mentioned before, without a Malawash, that's where he slots in perfectly. So... Man, this is so fascinating how this game is going to play out. I also want to see what DJ Hogue looks like. Yeah, We know with his talent level and the level he can play at, he's so elite. He's had plenty of time now to rest that shoulder. If he is good to go and he can perform at that level we saw him play at when he was up in Cannes last playoff series last season, man, Sydney could cause some problems. Cheatham v. Hogue, very interesting matchup because there's a lot of unknowns about that one. If anyone is going along to tonight's game, get to Kudos Bank Arena early because if you've never seen Derek Rucker try and get pregame information, it's why he's one of the best in the business. He seeks out all the teams and gets the information, but he will be full CSI Sydney tonight trying to find out what's going on with Angus Glover. <laughs> no doubt. And I think, you know, I don't know if there was communication between the player and the coach. I don't know how that all works out. And, and you know, someone who always started throughout my career from like the age of 18, I've said it before, I have great admiration for the players that are able to come off the bench and deal with uncertainty with respect to their playing time and still perform and maintain a professionalism that we've seen throughout the year from Angus Glover. To the earlier game, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Of course, check your local guides, but the play-in starts in Tasmania with the Jack Jumpers hosting the Illawarra Hawks. Are the Hawks playing with a little bit of house money here, Ruck? Is this a bit of a free shot at the stumps? I think some people in that franchise would probably feel that way, but I do not. 
like when you're playing with house money, there's a sense of maybe you didn't deserve to be in the position you are, but the Hawks have clearly placed themselves here on merit. And I think they can go out there and handle their business tonight and make it a really competitive game. Now, house money probably refers to the fact also that they're going to get a second chance. But why rely on that second chance when every team in this top six is so dangerous? You can't mess around like that. Go out there. Don't worry about house money. Make your make your mark in this game and advance to the semifinals right away. I was thinking about the matchups in this game, and we'll be there nice and early at Kudos, and we'll be watching this game in great detail. We'll have it all pulled apart for you on a special finals edition of the Coca-Cola Cooldown, which you'll be able to watch on YouTube straight after the game. Sam Froling v. Will Magne. Please bring that on all day long. Well, Jack, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I released something last week called the top 15 in the NBL. And uh, yeah, it's quite, it caused quite a bit of stir. Sam Froling's another one that people felt should have snuck in there. And it's really hard. People, everyone can't get in the top 15, but Sam Froling's had an outstanding year. You saw where I had Will Magne. He was in the top 15. I rate Will Magne as a better player right now than Sam Froling, his impact in games is highly significant. He is one of the top net rating players in the league. However, Sam Froling's a tough cover. He rebounds. He has great moves from the high post. And he's playing with a a greater sense of belief now under Justin Tatum. It's a really good matchup for Magne. uh, Froling is really patient now. He understands he's maturing as a player. And I think whoever gets the better of this situation and the Milton Doyle and Gary Clark scenario, even though those guys may not match up on one another, I think this is going to go a long way towards deciding the game because you've got some fairly consistent guys in there like Jack McVay. We know what he's going to do. LeBullock has done really well this season. But I think it's those two matchups that the viewers need to look out for. And what about the home court advantage? Damon Lowry, our man on this show yesterday with Joel Peterson, said that he thinks that the Jackies crowd is worth 12 points. Now, 12 points in any game is a lot, but 12 points in a final is significant. Well, Damon the Handicapper is pretty accurate there, but I'm going to modify it a little bit. It's like when you go into uh, a clothing store and they say up to 50% off and you look around and the things that you really want are, another fi- are never 50% off. This is how it is with Tasmania. They're up to 12 points. But in this game against Illawarra, I would say that home crowd is worth about five points. I'm not giving them the full 12 points that Damon alluded to, but certainly they are a factor. Now, if they get on a run, if McVeigh hits back-to-back threes, if Crawford starts dancing and knocking down some jumpers and making plays, then I'm going to pump it up closer to what Damon said, up to that 12-point mark. Let's get your predictions for tonight. Let's start off with the 5.30 game. Tasmania and Illawarra, who is going through to play Perth? I'm going with Tasmania. I think the home court situation will will be too much. Both these teams are playing at a high level right now, and I think Tasmania will handle their business. I think they'll throttle Illawarra defensively. And what about at Kudos Bank Arena, which is where we will be tonight for the Kings and the Breakers? Loser is done. Sydney put it on the last time at Kudos Bank Arena. I don't think the margin is going to be that great, but I think we're going to see one of the best performances out of the Sydney Kings this evening. So I've got Kings from anywhere 
12 to 15 points in this one, Jack. 12 to 15 points? Yes. I think they're going to get up wow. and down. I kind of liked what they saw. If you watch my, if you watch the Derek Rucker podcast coming out or, or earlier this uh, later today, Lenard Copeland made some very good points about this Sydney team. He feels like they have a feeling and a newfound belief, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna heed Cope's advice on this one. I think I think Sydney get it done. I was not expecting that. Tasmanian Illawarra into Sydney and New Zealand. The play-in is away. You can see it all tonight, and of course, check your local guides. And don't forget, straight after the game. On YouTube and via all of your social media channels, Ruck and I will break down everything that has happened across this first day of the playing series. Ruck, I'll see you in Sydney in a few hours. I'll see you in a few hours. Enjoy your flight. Thanks for being with us. Can't wait for it. It's all coming up tonight.